Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 159. John and Wendy talk to Baked HR. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you doing, John? Wendy, I'm well. Pulling back the curtain, I'm actually traveling for work. Oh my what a, God. What a weird concept. <laughs> Do what? It is so weird to be in a hotel again, <laughs> the first time in well over a year. Thankfully, the travel itself was not non-eventful. The hotel staff has been very nice, and yeah, it's not too weird. It's not that's, too weird. That's good. That's good. Um, I, I would think I would still be a little wary of traveling, but good for you. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I did not get on a plane, so I could drive. Yeah. That that that's the that's kind of my that's still my Everest as it is right now. I don't want to get on a plane anytime soon. <laughs> However, driving myself. You know, all of us have been, all of us across the country have been dealing with some crazy weather of late, but yeah. uh, that, that was not an issue. And so here we are. It is hard to believe, Wendy, we've got another chat coming up and oh my gosh. Yeah. really, really <laughs> cool because we have, we have another guest host that's going to be helping us out and came up with a great idea for us. Yeah. To it's, talk about. it's, you know, it's nice to get other people to do our work for us. So we're getting really good at that delegation piece of it. Um, but uh, yeah, we have Melanie Hellman, who is going to join us, and we're going to be chatting about um, performance evaluations and employee evaluations, which is everybody's favorite topic. <laughs> we should get some good, you know, we're still working on questions, still working on um, topics as, at the time that we're recording this, but I'm super excited to see what Melanie comes up with, and uh, I think it'll be a good conversation all the way around. No doubt. It's always a great yeah. conversation and we appreciate Melanie stepping up. We do have additional slots available. Yes. If you are interested in co-hosting and you have a topic you want to uh, throw out to the group, let's at least talk about it. DM us, yeah. um, email us, you know how to get in touch. We'll tell you at the end of the show too. <laughs> Wendy, I, it's hard to believe, you know, we've, we've had a lot of crossovers and we've mm-hmm. had our friends on and I say baked HR. It is our friends, Jasmine Wilkes and Christina Minyard. They have decided to join this crazy world of what we do in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a little different way, but we're going to talk a little bit about that yeah. with them. They've both been on the show before, but let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we've figured out both Christina and Jasmine have been on the show. This is their third appearance. So if you really want to hear their bios, go find their original performances and you can hear about it all from there. So we are going to kick it right off. Christina, Jasmine, welcome to the show. So excited to see you and talk with you tonight. But our first question always, what's in your glass tonight? Well, thank you, Wendy and John, for having us back. We're super excited to be here. Um, In my glass tonight, I have Dr. Pepper. (laughs) I actually haven't had a Dr. Pepper in a long time. That actually sounds good. (laughs) I was craving a Dr. Pepper earlier today, but I did not get one. I can't tell you the last time I had a soda. In my glass, it was water originally, but I realized today is National Margarita Day. So I have a (laughs) margarita wine in my glass tonight for this chat. Nice. You got to explain that, Christina. (laughs) I'm margarita wine. It's so good. It's so good. If the refrigerator was closer, I would pull it out and show you the bottle. I was very skeptical too, but this stuff, you have to be careful because you could drink a whole bottle in one night and then be like, oops, (laughs) I didn't realize. I mean, that's not what I'm going to do, but you could. Is there salt on the bottle? (laughs) There's not. But you know what? 
I might send them an email. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> that, is, that is a good idea. I don't know how that would keep, but it's a you know it's interesting. I think we could figure Fair. it out. It's twenty twenty one. Anything is possible. That is the truth. <laughs> well, ladies, it really is. It's amazing to think you know, uh, three time appearances now. Uh, Jasmine, you last appeared on the HR Florida special, which we did back in September of twenty nineteen, and Christina, you were on episode one ten, which came out April of last year. For those listeners that may may have not heard your previous appearances. What have you been up to work-wise? Jasmine, let's start with you first. Today is an interesting day that we are recording this because I actually started a new job today. Congrats. Um, Yay. Thank you. Um, So it's a position that I'm super excited about. Um, You all can stop, um, you know, checking my LinkedIn. I will update (laughs) it tonight. Are you getting a lot of notifications, Jasmine, that people are stalking you? By the time this comes out, the LinkedIn should be updated. (laughs) You can find out then. Um, But uh, still in the HR generous role, uh, role is just one that I think will definitely put me on the, um, you know, path that I would like to be on to become an HR manager uh, within the next year or two. So i um, super excited about that. Um, but that's really what I've been up to work-wise. And of course, and we'll get into it, but you all know about baked HR, but work-wise, that is what I've been up to. So you're changing in the midst of pandemic, starting mm-hmm. a new job. It'll be interesting. We'll have to catch up later to find out how that goes. It'll be yeah, because I was very, very skeptical about changing jobs in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> and Christina, how about you? Listen, this is super boring, but like same old, same old. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, you guys, I don't know where my work life stops and my home life begins lately. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just a side effect of the pandemic, but just been working away, solving problems, recruiting, taking care of folks, making sure they're safe and able to, um, you know, continue to work from home while we try to get past all this craziness and maybe get everyone vaccinated. I don't know. So um, just been busy, keeping my head down, trying to meet milestones and goals and deadlines and keep every, you know, keep morale up. <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, so we first got to know both of you as fellow bloggers. We were all on the the blog squad for a while and kind of that way. So let's veer off work and talk more fun stuff. Um, So let's talk a little bit about how each of you got started blogging and how has your writing changed over time, especially in the last year or so. So we'll start with Christina this time. So I got into blogging uh, fully to um, get invited to conferences. (laughs) I worked for an organization that just didn't have the budget for the kind of cost that it was to go to like national conferences. And uh, a friend told me, hey, if you can put some quality content out, they're looking to grow this team. Um, And then I found through blogging that it was uh, a fun way for me to share with people the mistakes that I've made in my career. Um, And hey, like maybe try not to do this thing that I did. Or, you know, if it's too late, you've already done it. Maybe, you know, we can pick up the phone and chat and uh, misery loves company. Right. But (laughs) uh, I think that there's something 
therapeutic for an HR professional to to put some experience out there uh, in hopes that it will, you know, help somebody else in a similar position. There was a second part to that question. I already forgot it. Daca margarita <laughs> wine. <laughs> how, how has your writing changed over time? Or has it? Uh, you know, part of it has not. And that's unfortunate because I really could improve as a writer. But I think that, you know, I, I've kind of, sometimes I am a little too honest in my writing and, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure we'll get into it, but even like when Jasmine and I do sessions, I always kind of let people behind the curtain and say, well, this is kind of where I've drank the corporate Kool-Aid and this is where, you know, I would, I would stand on that issue. Um, so I, I, I have shifted my writing a little bit when I do write, cause I haven't really had, again, working a lot lately. So I haven't had a lot of time to, to write, but, um, it's more from a, maybe consider this, not do this, but consider these other aspects and try to present, uh, multiple sides of the issues that we're trying to solve, uh, and trying to help our, our businesses with. Cool. How about you, Jasmine? Um, so I got into blogging because I was trying to figure out what in the heck I needed to do at a conference <laughs> and what I needed to pack and who I needed to talk to. Uh, so that's how I got started in, in blogging um, was around conferences. Um, now I feel like my blog, which, listen, y'all. 2020, I took like the year off. I don't think I, I might have blogged twice. And I mean, that was in January. I took the year off. But I do think uh, my changing my my conversations have changed. I, I feel like instead of giving tips of like how to be an HR newbie and what you should be expecting, I'm more so having conversations about things that I'm seeing um, in the in the industry, having more conversations. I think the last real big thing that I've done um, on my blog was about Black Blogs Matter. So it's more about having those conversations um, than really necessarily giving like tips and experience on my blog now. I think it was okay to take 2020 off, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> If you're ever going to take a year off, that was one to do. Yeah, for sure. I wish more of us could have taken the year off and been, you know, still okay, you know, financially and mentally and, and physically. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But yes, that was definitely a year to take off. Both of you have been very active in N.A. Sherman. For those that are not aware, that's North Alabama, not to be confused with L.A. or Lower Alabama. <laughs> Thank you very much. I know my Alabama territory. But again, both of you have been very active with that organization. You know, talk a little bit about you know how you got started there, and then what's been like the most fun, the most memorable experience or event that you've had since you've taken part. Jasmine, we'll start with you. Um, I got started because my manager, when I joined HR, my manager told me about Nasherm and said she wanted me to you know join that the company would pay for me to become a member and start attending meetings. That's how I got into it. And then I remember, and I tell this story, I think I've told this story um, before, but it's also how I, in a sense, like met Christina because I went to a, a event and I saw Christina speaking and I was like, 
I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the audience doesn't always feel that way. So <laughs> But because I was like super shy, I would never go like I would go to the event and then I would leave like directly when it ended. I did not go up and speak to anyone. So I didn't actually meet her until a conference that we went together out of the state. (laughs) And then, you know, just having more conversations and they're always asking, you know, do you want to volunteer? And I felt like because I wasn't that strong in the HR community um, in North Alabama, I wanted to get to know more about it. I also, I was just an HR assistant at that time and I really needed to learn um, a lot of HR ways. And I knew that was a great way to take part. So I decided to volunteer. I came on helping with membership and then membership turned into social media and then social media has now turned into where I have been doing programs for two years. Um, so after 2021, I am throwing programs to <laughs> anybody. that's <laughs> Oh, that's funny, Jasmine, because programs is super stressful because it's like the core of the service that the group provides to the community. And listen, we got some folks in our area who are willing to tell us they did not like our program. <laughs> oh, no, we could have a long no time about that. I don't believe that at all. Don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, of course, I always invite those people to sign up for a volunteer role, though. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Suddenly they're gone. <laughs> Jasmine, with anything super memorable or like a super fun memory that you have? In the time you've done it, necessarily fun. I mean, me <laughs> wrong. Like it's it, it has been a great a great experience, but fun. I, I don't know what I would. Jasmine, <laughs> this is awesome. You have to think about it. Like y'all know when you put your you know social media was. It wasn't is because I'm still over that. Social media is super easy. Membership is super easy. When you get into programs, you really have to determine what people are going to want to see. You're asking them, hey, take this three minute survey. Tell me what you need to see. And no one is responding to it. And so you throw stuff up there and then they're like, "Mm, well, I don't know about that. Fun. You know, it's fun when I, I like, I think March 2020, I did a program that was a lot of diversity and inclusion for our little community in North Alabama. It ruffled a few feathers. So that was fun to me, if you want to call that fun. You should have Kate on to talk about marijuana. (laughs) They will lose their mind. We don't we don't do marijuana in Alabama. Uh huh, sure. <laughs> Maybe Christina can tell y'all something fun. <laughs> I'm gonna call you after this, Jasmine, because I feel like <laughs> I feel like you could have shared something different. I don't know. Gosh, I got involved. So you guys know I got my start in staffing. And um sometimes when you're in staffing, the HR community can kind of treat you like you have cooties or something. So I joined Nasherm because when I took over an office by myself for that staffing company I worked for, I kept seeing a pattern when I would go and like sell recruiting that recruiting was really only solving one part of the problem. Um, If I could better understand 
uh, what an organization was up against. So, you know, I realized there's more to this recruiting challenge. It's, it's, what are your retention issues? What's going on inside the organization? How can we build better teams? Uh, I realized I needed to learn to partner with HR. And all I really knew was the recruiting aspect, not to be confused with HR. So I joined our local chapter because I was seeing that some of the programming was right up what I needed to learn. Like it was, you know, entry level HR stuff. It was benefits stuff. It was, you know, compensation strategy, which definitely uh, directly impacts recruiting. This is burned in my memory forever. The very first meeting I ever went to, I walked in in the front door instead of the back door. So when I walked in, I was facing everybody. And there was about 120 HR professionals sitting at their tables, you know, eating lunch, waiting for the speaker to start. And I was like mortified. I was like, oh my God, I'm never coming back to one of these events ever again. This is awful. Like I know I instantly turned red. A couple of weeks later after that event, I got a letter, like an actual letter in the mail (laughs) um, from somebody who was on a committee. She was the committee chair for the community relations position. And she was inviting me as a new member to attend their next planning meeting to learn a little bit more about what they did. And I thought, okay, well, this might be good because it sounds like it's a smaller group of people. I won't embarrass myself in front of 120 people, maybe just like 20 So I went to that and it was actually like very interesting, like how they were trying to bridge the gap between, you know, HR professionals in our local community and what kind of projects um, that it made sense for us to take on to help people know what our functions are in the organization. Uh, There's a lot of misinformation out there about HR, how we could support different initiatives in the community. Um, So I really liked that. That actually was a lot of fun for me. And it was the foundation of me building my network who really, really, really supports me. They're very, very supportive. Um, I really couldn't ask for a better network. And that's where it all started. I do think that the most fun I've had and I've held a lot of different roles on the on the local board. I think the most fun I've had is being the legislative director. There is something really fun about going to D.C. and arguing with our representatives. <laughs> I have had I have had a spar or two with Mo Brooks. Okay, uh, on behalf of our profession. <laughs> I mean, you know, president was obviously fun. It was a, it was a memorable year because our first meeting of the year was actually on my birthday that year, so that was kind of neat. I felt like that was probably a good omen for my year as president. Early on, I accidentally had to plan a workshop with one of my really good friends at the last minute. Like we had like a day and a half's notice because no one had done anything <laughs> and we had to pull off like a half day workshop. That was very stressful, but so much fun because we pulled it off. It was an amazing event. I couldn't even tell you how we pulled it off. I just know that we did it and that we probably slept for like 12 hours. After <laughs> was over. But most, most of it was fun for me. Um, I'm not on an HR board right now. I'm actually, I, I'm currently serving on two non HR related boards in the community. And so, so that's a first for me. And, and it's been very interesting to see how these boards run versus how our local board and our state board run. Cause I've also held positions on our state board. Very cool. So now you guys have gotten together and launched baked HR, which we assume isn't about marijuana, but you know, Wendy, we like to tell people 
We came up with a name. Jasmine, what were you originally going to call it? HR Shots. HR Shots? As in, like, okay, okay. Like, take a okay. shot. Yeah. You know, because we were, like, serving up, like, the hard truth in <laughs> HR, you know. I like it. But we switched to baked HR, and we like to tell people it's because one of us likes to bake and one of us likes to get baked, but we'll never tell who is who. <laughs> that is awesome. I like I like the little story behind the names, but why did you decide to uh, to do this? What what was kind of the who had the brainchild for this? Well, it was from information we were seeing. So we, of course, being in the same community um, and speaking a lot, and both being um, members and on the board of Nation, one of the things that we do is we do see a lot of students coming through the North Alabama area for uh, human resources. One day we were talking about how there were students saying that they wanted to be HR directors within like six months of graduating college. And we were like, "Mm, (laughs) that's a lot. You might want to learn a few steps before you want to jump to that one. (laughs) And I think the story that really kind of made us go, uh, what? was somebody who wanted to do that for a large organization. I'm talking like 1,500 plus employee organization. And, you know, that's way different than being a director for, you know, a 25 employee organization. And we were just like, oh, ambition, awesome, reality down here. (laughs) And so there, I mean, plus there were a lot of other topics that, you know, Christina and I talk about on a regular basis. And we both blog, but we we weren't finding the time to truly blog the way we used to do it. Um, plus doing it with someone that you actually enjoy talking to, it's a lot more fun than just, you know, sitting down and blogging. <laughs> so we decided we decided about it two years ago. And like we said, we were going to start with um, HR Shots. Some things happened. We recorded a few episodes, but never really got into it. And then 2020 hit. And towards the end of 2020, we were just like, now's the time to do it. So we got started. Yeah. The one good thing about 2020, I guess, for that, or a bad thing, if you hate our episodes, (laughs) I don't know, um, is that it gave us a reason to do it virtually because we kept trying to get together in the same room and record, which I think there's, you know, there's some fun in that too. Uh, But we were like, well, we don't really have a choice. So we might as well try it over Zoom or something. And so we did. And then we realized this is ridiculous. Why do we keep putting this off? Like, let's, let's jump in. Let's do it. Let's talk format a little bit. We certainly understand the issues we're recording remotely with everybody and with each other, but you're, you've gone the video route. How did you land on that? And I guess kind of talk process or for those that haven't seen any of your videos yet as Baked HR, kind of talk about that, the process and then the, how it's out Video, we landed on video um, and we, we really did go back and forth about it, but we landed on video because both of us are very expressive and like I talk with my hands a lot. And so we feel like so much of understanding where we're coming from is looking at us while we're talking, making sure that you understand the full intent of what we're saying. Also, I, we felt like, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? You start the video, you set your phone down, you get ready for work and you're not looking at us. You're just hearing us, but you don't have to pick between the two. You just go to one source. You can listen or you can watch. 
when we originally started thinking about this, a lot of podcasts were coming out or it was like the, the big thing to do. And we were like, well, we don't want to necessarily start a full podcast because it was a lot of people in, in podcasting. So we knew it was going to be a lot of having to make sure that our podcast got out there and get it to all of the different, um, you know, networks, the uh, Apple and Spotify. So we were just like, nah, let's just do YouTube. Let's just, you know, get on video and see what happens. I mean, like, like she said, the worst is when you get it started. And like I said, we did start a few videos under HR Shot. I don't even know where those videos are anymore. <laughs> oh God. I hope, I hope no one can find them on the internet. And you know, I think everything's also- on the internet, Christina, no matter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if it's there. It's there and it. it's there forever. Um, I also think that video felt and, and we, we're probably totally wrong, but it felt more informal to us than a podcast. Like, I feel like you listen to a podcast and you're like, oh, listen, they've got this equipment. <laughs> they're, you know, they're so professional. They've got it together. This is such a, you know, and, and we can play off of each other better uh, by video. Um, it felt more informal. And that was part of what we were trying to create. We wanted like a safe space somewhere where we didn't have to necessarily have our daytime HR hat on, somewhere where you could just be like having a conversation with a friend and try to figure out your best foot forward. Awesome. What has been your favorite video so far? You know, favorite video is a hard one. Um, Pick your favorite child. I, well, I know I am my parents' favorite child. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that is some straight up youngest child talk right there. Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm going to call your sister after this. Good Lord. (laughs) Um, For me, and maybe because, you know, we're the ones that's making them and then I know there's one in the archive that I'm like, mm, it's not that great, but I feel like I do need to post it one day, but maybe down the line. Um, but they're all so good. But I do love the recent conversations that we had uh, with Tamara on mental health. I feel like we did a two-part episode on that, and I feel like that one really, really could speak to a lot of HR professionals. Um especially right now, you know, in this pandemic and having, like we said, everything that, you know, the company is trying to figure out HR is being a part, but no one is asking HR and we're not expecting people to ask HR how they're doing, but HR needs to understand that they need to, you know, we need to check in on ourselves and not just check in on employees. And so we had a really good conversation Christina and Tamara had a really good conversation because it was a tornado warning. So I wasn't like I was there, but I wasn't really there. <laughs> but um, that that was a really, really good conversation. You know what? I could talk to Tamara for hours about anything. And so any anything with Tamara would be great. I think I get a kick out of, you know, sometimes on Instagram. So we have the YouTube channel and that's where like 
I, you know, I was going to say the more serious content. I don't know what to call it, but we got, you know, yeah, yeah. So those come out on the YouTube channel, but sometimes on Sunday nights on our Instagram lives, we'll do like little brief rants or whatever. And we finally got Jasmine to do a rant. That one, I, it was so fun for me because I, first of all, let me just tell y'all, everyone's like, oh, Jasmine's so sweet and precious <laughs> and like, you know, and you know, I'm loud and aggressive and assertive. And so no one sees that side of Jasmine because my loud and aggressiveness and assertiveness like overshadows hers, but she's got it too. And when she got fired up about how we talk about millennials and age, <laughs> that just had me so t- I mean, I laughed through the whole video, but because like she made valid points and I think that we dismiss them so much. And uh, it was just fun to see her do a rant instead of like, that was a good one. That was a good one. I kept thinking when I was doing it, I kept thinking about um, us all in New Orleans and I kept like picturing Wendy being like, um, say millennial get punched or something. I forgot what she yes! was saying. Now it's probably say Gen Z and get punched. Say gen, just talk, start talking about generations. I'll probably just generations in general yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> whatever. that's I actually have another that's talk true. about that coming up, but <laughs> you have been at this now for three or four months, you have maybe 15 or so YouTube videos out. You're doing the Instagram live, anything that you'd like to share or can share as far as future, as far as guests or content that you're excited about things that you've got planned that are, that are in the offing? Sort of related to the timing of this episode, we have a series that is uh, in production right now. Oh, that felt official. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In production right now about uh, leaving work, like the whole process of like putting your resignation in, how to handle that awkwardness. Because I think especially for HR professionals, I think that we're in a role that sometimes leadership doesn't know how to handle our resignations, um, especially if we're le- leaving for reasons like culture or something like that. It just, it's, it can be challenging. So we have like a whole series coming out. Um, I think we've already published one, maybe two videos on that. Um, but we're trying to make them like short so you can really just like set aside a few minutes and kind of get what we need to say. Uh, and then we have, um, I'm excited about it, but it's a little bit heartbreaking. Uh, we have some, some stuff on the schedule for, uh, navigating toxic workplaces. Um, we have heard from a lot of people about their experiences in a toxic workplace I think that it's super hard for HR because we feel like we're in a position that we should be able to overcome that toxicity. Uh, We should be able to help shift the culture. And sometimes you just can't make those changes. It's hard to leave a team that you care about when you're in a toxic workplace because you want to protect them. You want to support them. You want to help them. But kind of what Jasmine was saying earlier, like with the mental health episodes that we did with Tamara, we put ourselves last so much. We have to check on ourselves. And when that toxic workplace is interfering with your ability to function outside of work, uh, you know, you're just going to have to leave that team. You, ha- you have to do it. So we have pulled together some information from folks about, hey, what were the red flags? 
of your toxic workplace? Like what, what did you finally pick up on that made you realize maybe this is a bad situation and how was your exit? Cause we want to have honest conversations about what are you really up against? What are you risking and what are you gaining and how can this play out? Because some of the folks who have reached out to us have some just very challenging stories that, I mean, you, y'all know I'm not an emotional person. I was like tearing up reading these stories and I was just like, this is not okay. But at the same time, I recognize HR can only do so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to really having that in-depth conversation about about toxic workplaces. But we have a lot of things planned, you know. I was going to say we sit down and talk, but we talk and text each other almost every single day um, thinking about something that we can um, talk about, thinking about something, uh, a new uh, series or topic that we can start. So we have a lot of things in works, but, you know, we know ourselves, we don't want to burn out of it with also like, you know, I said me starting a job, Christina's doing some super heavy recruiting right now. So it's um, us taking our time and making sure that we give people the quality information that we're saying the reason why we started this channel. So we we have a lot of great things coming. You just got to keep on um, subscribing and, and listening. As Jasmine likes to say, don't forget to hit that little bell on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm glad we've been able to have this conversation tonight. And my hope, well, you know, hope's not a management strategy, but I hope that some of the listeners that have not checked out the channel yet will, because I do think you all are doing some great things. And I love the fact that you're doing it in the video medium and not on podcasting, because, hey, there's not, now I'll never say there's enough podcasts, but, you know, hey, it's good, good to have other stuff out there for folks. To that end, if folks are not following you, Jasmine, we'll start with you. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? So you can reach me at HR Jazzy, H-R-J-A-Z-Z-Y, on Twitter and Instagram. I think those are the two main ones. Do we have anything else? I don't I don't know about social media. You can find me <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn at Jasmine Wilkes. That's how you can find me on the socials. And then Christina, how about you? And then also for Baked HR. How do we find that? Okay. So for me, uh, I am H recruit. So, you know, think HR and recruiting. I thought I was so clever with that on Twitter and Instagram. Um, HR pockets is the blog and Jasmine's blog is hrjazzy.blog. Is that right? Jasmine, sure. you didn't, you didn't share that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's because she didn't write in 2020. She forgot the web address. <laughs> For Baked HR, our YouTube channel is just Baked HR. Our Instagram handle is Baked HR. We are only on Instagram as far as the Baked HR accounts because we are not going to try to manage a bunch of multiple social media channels for y'all. Just come. It's if you, I know Wendy knows this because she's joined us on Sunday nights, but it's a lot of fun and we take time and we interact with your comments and it's, it's really a lot of fun. And then, you know, obviously um, because of the honest conversations that we're having, we have a uh, email out there for people to submit stories, whether they want to um, come on the show and talk about them or if they want us to cover them anonymously. And that email address is bakedhr at gmail.com. We will have all that in the show notes. And then, Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to find you out there? Yeah, best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com, daily D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. 
And of course, second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat at 7 p.m. Eastern time, which is actually right before they go live on Instagram. So you can join our chat and then go right over to Instagram. We'll do a little dual posting there for you. That's right. Bring your glass on over from eight yeah. social hour. Just right on over to the baked date jar. Right on. <laughs> How about you, John? For me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen and share anything you do to help us boost our signal. We appreciate certainly be sure to boost the baked HR signal as well. International listeners, you know the deal. We want to talk to you. And if we haven't yet, reach out, send us a note all our socials because we seem to be a lot of places get in touch, (laughs) send us an email, whatever it is, let's talk because we definitely want to do that. Jasmine, Christina, always a pleasure. Again, really excited to see where baked HR is going. Appreciate you being with us. So for the HR social hour, half hour podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.